You're listening to the Stag Sports Network Podcast, only on FairfieldStags.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another special Stag Sports Network podcast. JJ Duke here with you. Hope everybody's doing well out there. Um, hope you've enjoyed our last couple of episodes as we've kind of nicely found our way into this fall semester, not only learning about how things are operating in and around campus, um, how athletics have gotten back underway for this fall 2020 semester, but now we're getting to something that is certainly a very much in the picture focus for a lot of college athletes and really just across the board in general in the United States, and that is voter registration. So I'm happy to be joined now by uh, two members of our Stags Athletics family who are really taking the big stride in making sure that not only everybody is aware of how to register, but really why it is important to do so and have some of the main resources along with us. So I'm joined today by the associate head coach of women's lacrosse, Ann Murray, and I'm also joined by a member of our women's basketball team, who also is a member of the SAC executive board. That's Rachel Hakes. Thank you so much to the pair of you for joining me today. Yeah, of course. Really excited to be here. Yeah, thank you. Rachel, I have to start with you before we get going, since the recent news of uh, the announcement for MAC basketball, the schedules have just announced. How buzzed are you right now knowing that you're going to be getting underway shortly? Yeah, I think it's really exciting for our whole team, um, the way we ended in Atlantic City on a win and then having to be sent home due to COVID. It has really, like, a chip on our shoulder to get our season underway and it's it's nice to finally have some certainty on the table obviously things can change but we're really excited to get going and start practicing i like to call it the pathway to the season we are now on the <laughs> pathway we can see the light at the end of the tunnel right so in terms of voting registration it's the obvious importance of getting out there to vote and including the NCAA just made an announcement very, very recently that um, they're giving student athletes this election day, as well as every future first Tuesday of November off to go out and exercise their right to vote. And I start with you since you're someone that has kind of taken the lead on this on the coaching side of things. This is another test, but it's one that sounds like you're very much wanting to get involved in. Absolutely. I think uh, it'd be really remiss to say that anybody living in this country right now with just everything we're experiencing, you know, wouldn't want the opportunity to vote. And our student athletes put in a lot of extra time and they're dedicated to this university and the Fairfield community. And us as coaches and the administration want to be able to be supportive of them and their desire to exercise their right to vote and to use their voice. You know, we're constantly telling them uh, on the court, on the field, in the pool, in the classroom that what you think matters and, and how you prepare for your future matters. And where would we be if we weren't taking the time to help them in every way possible, whether it's education in terms of registration, absentee ballot initiatives, and even the NCAA coming up huge and declaring that a time where nobody can have practices. So we just make it as easy as possible for our student athletes and you know the rest of the people of this country to be heard. I'm going to pose this question to the both of you and I'll start Rachel first with your peers, student athletes and just students in general. What have just the general conversations been like in terms of knowing that a very important day is coming up and not too long from now, 
what has the vibe been like and what have some of those conversations been like in talking about election day? Yeah, I feel like we've all had some very candid conversations with each other regarding like the current state of our world and just how we want to use our voices to change kind of the vibe this country has. And um, it's really important to be able to use our voice anytime, like in order to advocate for your what you believe in. So we've really just been pushing the initiative to get out, get registered, get your absentee and vote. And, and on your perspective as a coach of one of Fairfield's teams, uh, what have some of the conversations been like with your players in how they're going about uh, the day coming up soon? A lot of the players are asking, what can we do? Um, you know, those who have been registered to vote have voted in the past. Um, those who are new to the process know that voting is a huge step, but they're also really excited about being able to be a part of something else and to use their voices beyond just a decision on one specific day, but making that decision day in and day out. And I think that this year, 2020, has lit the spark that is inside of them. And I think there are a lot of opportunities out there, you know, in so many realms where our players want to be seen, they want to be heard, and they want to feel as if they're part of the solution that they hope comes about from this process. Rachel, when we talk about how this athletics department, the student athletes that are in it, it's not like these are people that are coming from one era. You literally have players and just across the board coming from just about every state in our country. And many of course that live overseas who unfortunately cannot be able to vote in this election. But, um, when we talk about getting resources available, this is not something that is just done overnight. This sounds like it's a project that really could be taking months to get over. So I'm curious for you, what have the last couple of weeks been like in order to make sure that you have resources available so you can answer as many questions that you might get from uh, your fellow peers? Yeah, so it's been definitely a process. I know I myself have learned a lot about what it takes to register to vote in the past few weeks, um, all the states are very different, which definitely poses um, like some challenges for us. And so some you can't just vote, register to vote online. You maybe have to call county clerks to get the paper sent directly to you, or you have to get your absentee ballot notarized. So we've just been kind of compiling resources, sending out some links to the student athletes, finding notaries on campus so that people are able to get their absentees squared away. And it's been really exciting too to even see international players urging those who can vote to get out and vote. I think that is super powerful because they feel like they're in it too, even though they don't technically have a voice in their vote. So it's been a really exciting learning process for all of us and people have really jumped on board and they are wanting to learn and advocate for themselves. And I'm curious, Rachel, what have been some of the biggest takeaways for you personally going through this process? Because it's not, you're not just someone that's going to the poll or sending in your absentee ballot. You're doing a lot of the legwork to allow not only yourself, but a hun- you know, hundreds of other people to make sure that they can get the vote out themselves. Yeah, it's, it's definitely interesting. Everyone has um, different opinions on whether they really want to vote or not. I think something for me that has really been an impact is that when 
the voting process or the application process to get your absentee is difficult. Some people just want to be like, you know what, I'm just not going to vote. And I'm like, no, like we, like I will do the legwork. I will help you out. Like I'm willing to be there for you to like call your county clerk for you or whatever needs to be done. And then I think that when someone is supported, like they kind of start to jump on board, board and realize like, this is my voice, this is my vote and I need to make it count. And, and kind of on the same for you as well. Uh, have there been any difficult conversations perhaps, or just conversations in general with some of your players, you know, having these same questions because it, it is for those who have never voted before, those who have had some qualms in the past about it. It's, even though it seems simple, it's not that simple just to go in and, you know, exercise your right. It's not that simple. And historically, I don't know if it ever has been. Um, you know, listening to a young woman like Rachel, get her team going, get other athletes going, inspiring me when I have conversations with her has been just such a reminder that this has always been a process for groups of people to be able to exercise their right to vote. It's we are not the only ones, our generation right now, from lack of information, um, you know, lack of inspiration, if you will, that have come up against some of these roadblocks. And some of the conversations having with, you know, my players and any other of the student athletes that are on campus tends to cycle around this idea of it's worth it and it's important. And you have to try to instill the importance of the individual's voice that your voice matters and it matters for you and it matters for the community that you want to represent and the, for the communities that you want to protect. And it, it's a heavy topic sometimes to have some 18 to 22 year olds really try to grasp something beyond themselves. You know, you get stuck in this college environment and you are eat, sleep, breathe your sport. You are working on your academics. You are trying to have a social life and then you're trying to be you know, an active member in your own family. And as we put other stuff on people, sometimes it gets to be a little bit stressful, but remembering, I think the importance, remembering the work that people have done before you and currently alongside you, as you're seeing and hearing from Rachel, is something that we need to hold very dear. Um, and we need to respect and be able to you know, support and appreciate their efforts and match our efforts to do the same. And you know, these are these are adult conversations, and this is, I think, a bit of a step into what it's like when you leave Fairfield and you are responsible for the Fairfield community, you're responsible for your national community and the, the global community at large. And like you said, JJ, it is it is important, but we uh, we haven't been shying away from talking to people. You know, we have a little bit of time on our hands right now, and uh, when people stop by the office, we're we're always ready to engage in conversation. Yeah. So let's talk about some of the routes and avenues that you have gone to making sure that people not only are getting registered to vote, as Rachel's already talking about having the resources available right on the spot, you know, credit again to you and the rest of your group to take care of that. So people really, all they have to do is either sign some paper, send it out or take care of whatever is there. But, um, and what have some of the things been like uh, over the past few weeks since students and student athletes have come back to campus? And what are some of the things we could be looking forward to? So initially, uh, this being a SAC initiative and a MAC conference initiative, we deferred a little bit to um, Rachel and her team to, to see, all right, guys, you know, this is important to you. Let, let's see what you have. And we've really much offered ourselves, you know, myself and other coaching staff members, 
as liaisons to say, how can we help? And, and what we've come up with um, going down the line, you know, beyond talking to other coaches to encourage their teams to help tackle this matter, you know, beyond connecting with different administrators to get social media awareness, you know, driven up in, you know, these past few weeks, we are trying to set up a time, um, a week where we really focus in on voter registration so that the SAC representatives can go to their teams and they can work on those specific numbers. But we're trying to set up a space within the academics, uh, the athletic center, the study hall rooms, where we have representatives, whether it's a coaching staff member, it's a member of SAC, it's an administrator who are available during certain times of the week where you can come in and they help you get registered. Um, sometimes you have questions and you don't always know how know who to go to. So we try to make that really obvious. And then we're going to try to tackle the same thing when it comes to the absentee ballots and the voting by mail. So beyond just registering, that next step is, is actively partaking in this process. And that, as Rachel has talked about, can be rather complicated. So we're trying to keep those resources alive um, in the coming weeks where there is a bit of a drop-in center where you can come in and somebody is willing to help you and to be there to drive you through that process with any help that you may have. And I will say, Rachel herself has taken a lot of initiative with getting some of these odds and ends really tied up so we can present this in a really clean manner. No, it's absolutely correct because, I mean, speaking of myself, this is, and I'm going to date myself a little bit here, but back in 2012, that was the first time I was um, eligible to vote in a presidential election. I was away in college, not able uh, to get back to my hometown to go vote. So I had to go through the absentee ballot registration process, hope that, and yes, the college, you know, the on-campus mail system did deliver the ballot in time and I was able to send it back. But Rachel, these are questions that I'm sure you're getting throughout, whether it's in person or whether it's by text or by email. And have there been even some situations that you had to go a little bit further than you thought that you would have to, to make sure that say someone from I don't know, a, a random state that maybe there's a few more hoops that you have to go through to make sure they can vote. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I've really tried to like make myself open to like text me if you have any questions. Like my, one of my teammates had texted me this morning and was like, what's the difference between a mail-in ballot and an absentee ballot? And just had to make sure that she had requested a different location than her house for the ballot to be sent to. But there's definitely been some hoops to jump through and like, getting an absentee in New Jersey, we had a couple girls who I printed off their like county clerk application. Then we just had to send it in the mail. Um, but also like the, these are just like the first battles that we have to tackle. As you mentioned, like we need to get the absentee ballots on time. And then there's a whole nother process of filling it out correctly. If you do not fill out your ballot correctly, it's obviously not going to be counted. And there's lots of, um, things that you have to go through in order to fill it out correctly. And so I think that that will definitely be part of our initiative as the election gets closer on making sure people do fill out their ballots correctly. So when we talk about resources and where people can go, we've obviously mentioned or Anne's mentioned about uh, in person uh, at the, uh, in just, you know, in Walsh, but uh, if they can't get to, uh, whether it's class or whether it's any number of reasons, where can people go to to get more information? Yeah, so we have um, SAC reps for each team, and they've been given all the information on links, notaries on campus, 
and just sending out like Google form surveys to their team, asking them if they're registered to vote, each of their teammates if they're registered to vote, if they want help. And so these things can kind of help um, mitigate our times, our COVID times, we can't gather in large groups. And we're also have really gotten some good alignment with the help of Anne, because she's definitely a liaison with all the coaches. So getting your coach involved in the registration process is super helpful, especially during these times. So just like gaining alignment in terms of coaches, SAC reps on teams, captains, and then really inspiring just like the whole athletic community as a whole to want to vote. It really, it really takes a village. It does. And I'll ask, I'll pose this as a final question to both of you. First for you, Rachel, I know the goal, the end goal is to have everybody who's eligible to vote eligible and registered. But when we look at this big picture and it was discussed earlier that the fact that this is empowering uh, 18 to 22, 23 year olds and giving them an opportunity to really have their voice be heard. Is this something that you think can carry on not only in election registration, but to other things, whether it is something on campus or something that they can do on their own? Yeah, I feel like in general, like having difficult and vulnerable conversations with your teammates can really foster like stronger, deeper relationships. And I think that for us, as we've started practicing, that has really translated to the court. Like we're willing to talk to each other, call each other out when we're in the wrong and really hold each other accountable, which are all things that we need in order to win a championship this year. So I think it's really fostered some some great connections. And Anne, the same question to you. Yeah, I think uh, normally when our athletes put on our colors, they're thinking about representing their team on the court, on the field, in the pool. And this is one of those moments where we're really challenging them to know that those colors represent their team in so many other places and their colors represent the university and the town of Fairfield as a community and so many other places. And the idea with voter registration and the empowerment that comes behind it is I think the potential fulfillment that can come from being active. Um, You know, we all have ideas and we all have things we want to support and they can't just necessarily stay in our heads and in our hearts. We have to be willing to back them up and we have to be willing to consistently support them day in and day out. And honestly, there's a lot more that's going on beyond you know, the field and our teams right now. And I think that this is a really great start, um, a hopefully a really good spark that is being lit, not just among our teams, but among our coaches and recognizing that we can come together as a department as you know one team one family that can showcase I think leadership in so many other areas involvement on campus involvement in the town as so many teams do but we just want it to be amplified and and we want you know 100% participation on so many other levels well this has been a, a great conversation I appreciate the both of you taking time out of your schedules to chat with us and I, I hope the best of luck to getting everybody eligible to vote to vote and we have a great turnout at the polls in a, a few weeks time great thanks for having me JJ yeah thank you so much absolutely that's going to do it for this episode of our special stag sports network podcast series for more information and to stay in touch with us you can follow us on twitter and instagram at fairfield stags and of course at stags sports net so until next time this is jj duke signing off till then go stags thank you for listening to the stag sports network podcast 
For past and future podcasts, visit fairfieldstags.com.